Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J on the scene. On the scene. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. I just want to remind you that we have a website, graceintheshadowsor.org. We have an email where you could reach us if you have comments or questions or prayer requests, Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. We have a phone where you can text or call 251-244-4645. If you're looking for Christian clinical counseling, you live in Alabama, North Carolina, reach out to Dr. J. If you live anywhere else and would like pastoral counseling, which is is along the same exact lines. It just, he is a, an ordained minister and can do that. You can reach out to us as well. And we have opened an Etsy store. We have made some shirts and some coffee mugs um, that you can buy if you would like. They say Grace in the Shadows and have our little um, logo on them. And you can find that at Etsy.com. You're pretty nifty. I don't know about that. <laughs> Shadows are great. Really nifty? I don't know. I I well, I think they're nifty. I'm not nifty, but oh, I enjoy. No, I they're, they're, they're nifty. Okay, they're nifty. Well, That's great. Pretty nifty. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you. But yeah, I think they're really cool looking. Hopefully, um, so check those out. And we just have all kind of things up our sleeves. All right. So, do you have any cool? Oh, we didn't shout out to anybody. Let's shout out Southern to Pines. Southern Pines Golfing Community. Yeah, North Carolina. Thank you so much for listening and downloading and sharing. And please keep it up. All right. Now, do you have any facts for us today? Any fun facts? Fun facts. Yes. Last time we talked about galloping crocodiles. What are we going to talk about today? Galloping crocodiles. Yes. Let's see here. <laughs> I've never seen a uh, saddle for a crocodile. We'll have to look for those. I've seen boots made of crocodile and purses. <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen a saddle for a crocodile. Okay, there's some facts in this book that are very interesting, but I wouldn't say them on here. Okay. <laughs> um, let's do this. Bee venom therapy is simply allowing yourself to be stung oh. by one or several bees. The oh. painful practice has been used to treat arthritis and multiple sclerosis. I've heard that. Now, I don't know if I would want... That's probably from adrenaline. Yeah. Ah! Well, I don't know if I, but I mean, if it works, I think that would be remarkable because, yeah, but uh, bee stings are not fun. Interesting. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. my friend John Hensley up the road. <laughs> okay. If he hears this, he can remember. <laughs> we had, we, you know, we had built camps. Okay. And we, I saw these uh, like flies around there, uh, around some wood. And he oh. said, hey, Jonathan, go get oh, this. No. Oh, no, you didn't. And I went in to get them, and I got stung by about 15, 20 bees. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you're kind of allergic to them, too. Did you swell up? Not really. Okay. I, I was pretty bad off. But I bet. I bet. That's not any fun. Y'all kind of lived outside and did all kind of crazy stuff back then. Oh, yeah. Well, now, we, now people live on uh, online. Yeah. We used to kick our kids out of the house. We used to also like uh, act like evil Knievel. Oh, my goodness. And we would take our bicycles and make ramps and jump uh, <laughs> aluminum cans. Oh, my word. I had a couple people jump garbage cans, which I wasn't that brave. Yeah. I like Evil Knievel. I like to watch them. Mm. Yeah. They don't have people. It's amazing that you're still alive. It is. <laughs> All right. You got another fact for us. Let's see. In, two th- in 2020, renewable energy sources 
combined with 12% of the U.S. energy consumption. Biomass combined for 39% of that total. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's smarter than me. I'm not I'm not that smart to understand all that, but okay. <laughs> I know we have some scientists and people out there that can get all that. Let's see another interesting one. Okay. National anthems became common in Europe during the rise of nationalism in the 1800s. Oh. The marching style of many national anthems is also indicative of that era. That's you know, cool. and that I think even when you look at nationalism, uh-huh. like through all the empires, mm-hmm. uh, I think it, you could trace that further back to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Well, that's pretty cool. I like that. I like any other weird facts, perhaps? Um, I can't think of any weird facts. I do shout out to all those people that were affected with all the flight cancellations with Southwest. Mm. Have you seen any of those stories? So many oh. people had their vacations canceled due to weather, due to, you know, not having enough crews and things like that. And I've seen people die. Yeah, absolutely. And and you've seen the airports full of people and and did you see there's a house somewhere, I think in Buffalo, mm-hmm. that was like covered in ice. ice. Did you see that? Unbelievable. I cannot imagine. I really hope that the people in there didn't get stuck. So, yeah. And so just uh, the the weather across, oh, really? yeah, across okay. the country has been really, really bad. So shout out to those of you that have been dealing with some of those things. I hope everybody's okay and safe and well. And um, please reach out to us if you have any stories of braving those storms or, or maybe getting your flights canceled and whatnot. Um, my heart goes out to you having to deal with that so yeah some people on our facebook facebook friends were talking about how they you know their their vacations were canceled so they just stayed home doing a staycation and also maybe getting together friends that they wouldn't normally get together with because they didn't have time and whatnot so so shout out to those of you if you've been affected that's awesome that's Absolutely. Real big, and real big yes. Uh, yeah. It's very tough. Very yeah. tough. People got stuck in their cars. Well, and stuck in their houses because of the drifts. They couldn't like somebody had to get out of their, their second story window because they couldn't get out their front door or mm. their back door because of the snow drifts for like five and six feet. So um, if you've been dealing with that, please let us know so we can pray for you and hopefully please. all that will be resolved yeah. soon. All right, so last time we were talking about Noah in our character study, Mm -hmm. and you said that we were going to continue that today. So let's do it. Well, as we mentioned, a lot of people, where did all these, well, I don't want to say race. I I don't believe that there's, I think there's one race. It's called the human race. Human race, yeah. Um, And I believe it traces back to Adam. Right. Uh, you so know, we could say nationalities. Where did all the nationalities? Ethnic groups. Ethnic groups. That's yeah. even better. Come from. Okay. Uh, and we know this because of where we're going now. Right. With Noah lands his boat. Mm-hmm. His, his ark. Boat. It kind of sounds like a plane. <laughs> coming in for a landing. Coming in for a landing. But his boat lands on the mountains of Ararat. Yes. Yes. Um, Interesting enough, Marco Polo, Mm -hmm. the great adventurer, Mm -hmm. traveled through the Silk Road in Asia. Mm -hmm. And in in 1271, 1295, he actually communicated and um, documented. Mm -hmm. That's where where he he saw Noah's Ark. 
That's cool. Because at certain times of the year, it would melt. It's usually frozen up there. Right. You can't get up there. But there are certain times you can go up there. Yeah, and there have been archaeologists that have gone up there. It's a very limited window of time Mm -hmm. where you can even get there. So, I mean, not a lot of exploration has has been there because of the weather and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think God's done that for a reason, don't you? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, People would worship it. Yeah, I think so, too. So he, he kind of tucked it up there where people can't get to it very well. But that's cool about Marco Polo documenting it. And I think that's a reason why God hates idolatry. Right. Uh, if you look at yeah. um, Moses, some of his men mm-hmm. were, were, uh, were basically not obeying God. Mm-hmm. And so God sent some fiery serpents. Yes. And they got bit and they were mm-hmm. dying. They were venomous. Right, right. And uh, God said, hey, 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 Moses, make this mm-hmm. bronze serpent. And the right. ones that look on it will be safe, will be rescued, mm-hmm. healed, right, and the others would die. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Jesus gave that illustration mm-hmm. in Rome, in the Romans, in John 3. Yes. That he would be lifted up like that. Compared to And himself. those that believe yeah. will be healed uh, eternally. Well, and, and all through scripture and all through our world, you see people, you know, you know, worshiping images, worshiping idols, worshiping themselves, you know, so, so, you know, I can see where mm-hmm. people would, you know, even take a piece. Oh, this is a piece of the ark. So I'm going to put it in my mm-hmm. house and worship it. And yeah. Not well, and, and, and what they did, though, even though it was a great illustration, or yeah. typology, they call it. Right. Pointing to Jesus and what he would do. Yes. The people kept it. Yeah. And they started worshiping it. Mm-hmm. And so God told Moses mm-hmm. years later. To destroy it. Right. Yeah, they had to destroy it. Yeah. Well, like when he went on the mountain, they made the golden calf. I mean, people have always made images to worship. So, very sad. Do you remember the three sons of Noah? Yes. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Yeah, why didn't they call him turkey instead of ham? Oh, my God. Oh, word. Jonathan, come on. But um bum Okay. Uh, that was bad. <sighs> yes. Well, Ham, mm-hmm. what was his wife's name again? Don't know. Noah's wife. Noah's wife. Mrs. Yeah. Noah. I was in a church study once, and I put on there, and I said, does anyone know Noah's, Noah's wife's uh-huh. name? Yeah. And uh, I let them look it up and think it through. <laughs> a couple of them Googled it. At that time, it wasn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Noah's, we don't know her name. We don't know her name, yeah. <laughs> well, Ham means hot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shem means renown. Okay. Japheth, the name Japheth means beauty and let him enlarge. Oh, interesting. Okay. I want you to read here. Okay. uh, Marla. All right. Start here with 18. Okay. And go on down. Until you tell me to stop. Until I tell you to stop. (laughs) All right. So we're reading from Genesis 9, starting with verse 18. Until you stop. Okay. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. There were three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders, and then they walked in backwards and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way, so they would not see their father naked. 
When Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, the the lowest of slaves, will he be to his brothers. He also said, Praise be the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. May God extend Japheth's territory. May Japheth live in the tents of Shem. And may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. Okay, So, you know, Noah was saved by grace. True. He wasn't saved by his works. No, no. Because we see here he got, he was the first recorded drunk. Well, yeah. And we, you know, we all make poor choices. And this obviously was one of Noah's poor choices. And yeah, he got drunk and took his clothes off and laid there. Yep. Yep. He didn't even streak. He just, no, he just kind of flopped on the ground naked. And um, yeah, it's very interesting. So, but he was a saved man. He was. So, but his children, Mm -hmm. they were embarrassed. Well, yeah, two of them were embarrassed. The other one was kind of making fun of him, I think. I think he called him over and said, hey, look at that. He's naked in here. And so they were kind of making fun of him. He was he was he yeah. was ham. Yeah, he, he dishonored. dishonored him. He was trying to be a ham. <laughs> That's awful. Come on. Okay. But yeah, I think I think yeah. ham exactly did. He was making fun of his father, and he was not honoring him. And um you know, God took that very seriously because he looked upon, Noah, even though Noah had sinned, you know, and, and even though we sinned, God still loves us. And he wanted for Noah to be honored and Ham did not honor him. So this also shows that there's consequences to sin, yes. even when there's redemption individually. Absolutely. I mean, we can pass down mm-hmm. our own sinful Yes. I don't know, uh, temptations right. to our children. They can be generational, unfortunately. I mean, like alcoholism. Right. I mean, so this stuff's not just, no. you know, science stuff, but it's also spiritual. It is spiritual so, and generational, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can find that within families. Yes, you can. Yeah. Wow. So cursed is Canaan. Mm-hmm. It'd be the lowest of slaves will be to his brothers. Right. And uh, praise to Shem. Mm-hmm. You know why it says, praise be to the Lord for God, Shem? Why? Because Shem, and we're going to find out in a little bit, mm-hmm. will be exactly where Jesus comes from. Oh, cool. You know, well, I'll tell you now. Okay, tell us now. Ham is 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 the greater part of the African continent. Okay. All right. Uh, Shem is the Middle East. Okay. And Asia. Okay. Japheth is European. Okay, so that's where the people came from, and those areas. We all probably looked very similar, right? But over time, different mutations or adaptations, right? I don't believe we We changed species, no, definitely. But we adapted to environment, right? And to the the weather, the the elements, and and how they are, like by the equator and things like that. Yeah, definitely. There are sometimes that two. Caucasians, mm-hmm. two white people, right? Uh, have a dark skinned child. Yes, mm-hmm. and and there's no nothing fishy going on. No, no, absolutely it's because not. Because we yeah. all have right. sometimes that lower, yeah, uh, regressive uh, uh, trait. Well, comes out. Well, yeah, like my mom and dad both were were. Mm-hmm. Tan people, dark skinned people, and my sister and I are as white as can be, 
But my mom had that olive tone to her skin. My grandmother was white, very, very light skinned. And so I've seen it in my own family. So, yeah. And so, and that's the same thing with eye color and all that. Yes. Hair. Yes. And so in time, mm-hmm. we get more of uh, that, that, um, the pigmentation in, in yes. your skin. Yeah. That dominant gene. Right. Right. And so Europeans become more light skinned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Asians, be, you know, the, the, the more uh, mm-hmm. almond olive. eyes. Yeah. Almond olive eyes skin. and olive skin. Yeah. And the, then you had the Middle Eastern and the Africa. Right. Yeah. With that's where skin. all that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Cool. So those are where the areas that uh, those people came from. Very cool. They're all, we all go back to the same father. Yeah. Same yeah. mother. Yeah. That That's we don't cool. know her name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Noah. <laughs> God extended Jacob's oh, territory. Now this is talking to European nations. Right. Yeah. You, know, you look at Europe and, and Russia. Mm-hmm. He extended their territory. Yes, he did. And may Japheth mm-hmm. live in the tents of Shem. Mm-hmm. So when you look at this, Japheth live in the tents of Shem. Mm-hmm. Shem is ultimately Israel, where the Savior would come. Right. So we're seeing God graft. Very cool. In his plan, mm-hmm. 7,000, 6,000 years before Jesus came, before before we're, we're on the sea. That's really cool. So he's he's talking about the gospel going right to the whole world and the yeah. Gentiles, even now. Even and now. just coming from those three sons yeah. of Noah. And one, yeah, that is, that's really cool. You can't make this stuff up. No, definitely not. Definitely not. So after the flood, Noah lived about 350 years. Mm-hmm. Noah lived a total of 950 years and he died. Yeah. People did not live as long after the, I mean, that's long, but they didn't live as long after the flood because the environment was different. Many people believe, including myself, that yeah. there's extra uh, uh, layer. Right. Canopy. Yeah. Protecting the world. There was no, there was a mist. There wasn't a need of rain. Right. And when it, and when, when it, um, when God judged the world, that mm-hmm. was the first rain. Right. It was like a kind of like the rainforest kind of has like the mist mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. Probably the whole world was like tropical mm-hmm. like that. And that moisture brought about the tropical, uh, the plants and things like that. And then when the flood came, all that moisture, you know, came and, down. And the, the or that extra canopy protected from right. the increase yeah. aging. Right. And damage from radiation. Right. Because the ozone layer and all that was then exposed. So, yeah. People lived older. Mm -hmm. They also aged slower. Yeah. Right. And they probably lived larger. They probably were. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm sure sure that Adam and Eve, even Noah, were. Right. Kind of buff like type people. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of like Mm -hmm. Arnold. Yeah. Maybe not that big. Well, who knows? Who knows? Could have been. So when you look at this. Uh, God is working. Not long after this, people begin to die sooner. Right. You'll see that by the time we get to David, it's mm-hmm. the average age for a man is 70. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty cool. So we see all the different races mm-hmm. passed down. Yep. And even science, a lot of people say, well, yeah, where's your science on this? Well, science, <laughs> I've got some. All right. You got some. Science. Backing it up. You know, even evolutionist scientists right. have traced the human race to going back to mm-hmm. two people. Cool. 
And we know as Christians that's that's Adam and Eve. Yeah. And that and that that's just really you know, even though people try to say that science disproves God, it does not. It does not. They have to twist it and do weird things to it to to make it even attempt to disprove God. I mean, you can walk out and see nature and, and know that there's a God. Um, definitely. I love science, mm-hmm. but I think science is the deep is kind of the fingerprints of God. Oh yes, it's evidence of the Creator. Yes, it points to God. It cries yes. out. Yes, yeah. I mean, you look at geology. You, I mean, you, any type of science you look at, you see evidence of things that have occurred like the flood and things like that that have occurred down through the years um it's it's very evident and of course a lot of the evolutionist scientists try to you know make up stories to explain those things away or explain how things were and and just like i said earlier in the last podcast how you know every nationality has a flood story everyone and has stories yep. of creation yep. and things like that that proves there was a flood that proves there was a creation so you know it just goes back to god but people just don't always realize that Go ahead and read Matthew 24 and 36 through 39. I think this is very interesting. All right. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. You know, they were living their life. Yep. Living life large. And they were living like there's no tomorrow. Right. They were probably getting drunk, mocking Noah, mocking God. Yeah. They were scoffing, mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, God said he's going to destroy the world. Just like they do today. And people have you know, been warning and mm-hmm. warning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came, the door was shut, and it was too late. Yeah. And one day it's going to be like that. You know, it seems like every generation thinks they're going to be the one even starting with the disciples that Jesus was going to come back. But one day he truly is going to come back and take those home. I'm a firm believer. I'm not a prophet or the son of a prophet. No, but I believe, you know, from, I do like Bible Mm -hmm. prophecy. Yes. And, you know, Jesus said something about, you know, Israel Mm -hmm. was scattered. The Jews were scattered. Yes. All over the world because they rejected the Messiah. Right. But in prophecy, Mm-hmm. In the Old Testament and what Jesus says, he said, when when that generation sees that fig tree bloom, which right. the fig tree always was symbolic of Israel. Yes, definitely. In 1948 was that fig tree. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the Jews are back to their land. Yes, they are. And I believe that's the generation. And and if that's true, mm-hmm. we're living on borrowed time. Even so, come Lord Jesus. But hopefully our listeners are all ready for that and have Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior and will not be caught off guard. So if you've never made that most important decision you can ever make to ask Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, please do that. Please you know, accept him as your Savior. Live for him. He will never leave you or forsake you, and he will always be there for you. And you can also realize that God can take your mess, turn to a message. I know he's done it to me. Me me, too. And turn into a message and for his glory, for your good. All right. Goodbye.